You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Sean, it's great. I listened to uh, Baker and Jim Crane talk about every subject that was asked during a 30-minute news conference with the media. And uh, they said things that get you really fired up already about next season, about the off season. And so I was pumped anyway, but after listening to them and I thought uh, Crane did a really good job uh, addressing the James Click situation, Verlander situation without revealing too much, which is uh, usually a job of the general manager. In this case, the job of the owner. John, let's go through the, the, the three big names that everybody was wondering, will they be back in 2023? One of them's taken care of. So Dusty is done. That's the purpose of that press conference was to to announce that Dusty's coming back. Dusty was sitting there right to Crane's left. So I don't think there's too much to hash out there with Dusty. He's going to be back in 2023. He said that maybe he comes back beyond that, but the deal he's signing is just for 2023. The other two are interesting ones. Um, Obviously, James Click and Justin Verlander. Let's start with Click, who's in Vegas. As you and I are recording this, he's in Vegas for the general manager's meetings and he's operating without a contract right now. His contract expired on Halloween on October 31st. I guess this isn't abnormal. I'm abnormal. I guess it's, it's not unprecedented. Let me put it that way for general managers in baseball to be operating in between contracts like this. The athletic had a long article, even Brian Cashman's at the GM meetings right now without a contract, you know, they're, they're working on it. Click is working on it with the Astros. But we know that the offer, it sounds like, according to reports from Bob Nightingale, is going to be for 2023, and that's it. If you had to guess, do you think James Click is the GM for this baseball team in 2023? Well, Nightingale said uh, on uh, Tuesday that they'd accepted, yeah. and everybody denied that James Click has accepted the contract. And and uh, they asked Jim Crane about it, of course, and Crane said they sat down and talked a while before he left for Las Vegas. And he'd done a good job. They wanted him back. And when he got back, they would sit down again and and resume the discussions and then complete the discussions, which means he'll either sign or he won't. And I would think Click wouldn't have a tough time getting another job, but there's not a lot of vacancies for general managers. And the Astros certainly wouldn't have a hard time getting a, a replacement who wouldn't like to come in here as a general manager, as long as you were not a guy that demands complete control and final authority, because 
uh, Jim Crane's involved in a lot of those decisions, and and he has to approve the big decisions. And so I think it'd be pretty easy for him to get another uh, general manager. But Click's 44 years old. You know, Dusty's going to be 74 in June. He's not going to get a multi-year deal, and he's satisfied with that. But Click, after three years in which they had the second-best record in baseball to the Dodgers, and won a World Series, reached one, and then came within one of another, you know he wants a multi-year contract. He told the media that he and his family love it here, but I don't blame him not wanting to work on a one-year deal. And I thought it was really interesting, Sean, the way Crane talked about he's going to give rings and bonuses to everybody in the organization, but he presses people. Mm -hmm. He said, I want everybody to improve. I need to improve. So he kind of keeps the pedal to the metal on people in the organization. And he thinks that's one reason they've done such a good job of winning and it extends beyond the players to others in the organization. And so he said, they're already working on next year, but until he gets a decision, on click, it's still going to be a controversy and at the top of the news uh, locally and nationally. Yeah, I, you know, the click thing, I, I don't feel as strongly as you do, John, that he, you know, that, um, that, you know, click because he's the GM of this team that, that he's, that he'd be done wrong if he weren't back or that he needs a multi year deal or things like that. Like, I, I think there's there's a lot of GMs I think that probably could have that that could have looked over this team. Click did a good job putting the bullpen together. His trade deadline moves this year were not very good. I thought they were better last year when he went and got Graveman and and he got Montero last year who didn't pitch until this year. I Click is Click is I can go either way with Click. I, I if he's back great. If not, then I feel like they're they're going to find somebody. I also don't I, I don't know that I I feel as strongly as you do that anybody would take the job. I think Jim Crane has a certain management style that you've got it to your point, John, he keeps the pedal to the metal. That's not for everybody. Um, that management style. I, I don't know that it would be super easy to find somebody. Um, I think it's a great job. If you can, if you can deal with that type of management style, for sure. The Verlander thing, John, let's get into that before we get into some of the football stuff. Um, I do feel like they don't need James click in place to get this thing done with Verlander. Cause it, it got done with Crane last time. This is a Crane and Verlander deal, John. And what did Crane? You listen to the press conference. Crane said today they're 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 going to do their best to bring Verlander back. Uh, they haven't. He said until uh, four o'clock Thursday to talk to him, and then if he opts out of his contract for twenty five million dollars in two thousand twenty three, or he signs uh, a new deal, an extension. Uh, I see everybody keep talking about extension, but when your contract's up, it's a new contract, not an extension. And so mm -hmm. if he, if they get it done before he opts out, then it's an extension. If not, and he tests the waters and he still comes back here, it'd be a new contract. I feel, Sean, that if they don't get it done and he looks around baseball, he's going to be gone. He's going to win the Cy Young Award. He's going to win Comeback Player of the Year. And I think I talked to you and Seth Payne about this on 610, that an owner like Steve Cohen of the Mets, if he loses Jacob DeGrom, who's opting out, give me Verlander over DeGrom, who's missed so many games the last two or three years with injuries. You know, would you commit $40 million a year to a pitcher that might give you 15 to 17 starts? I don't think so. And I could see a guy like that taking heat from the fans and the media saying, okay, well, I'm going to go out here and sign this, 
this uh, Cy Young Award winner who's had a better career than DeGrom, certainly longer, and bring him in here, replace him, and everybody would rejoice in New York and New Jersey over Cohen making that move with the Mets. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Yeah, I wonder, John. Like, I, it's It doesn't matter now. And the Astros won the World Series, so who cares about what I'm about to say? But I... I think if if Crane had a crystal ball and he knew that Fromber was going to turn into what he turned into this year and that Luis Garcia would be a 15-game winner and uh, Urquini would be a 13-game winner and Christian Javier might turn into the best pitcher out of all of them eventually. With I mean, he at, his mo- at any of those guys, if you're asking me the most dominant moments of any of those, of that crew, you know, the kind of the Latino pitchers there that they got on the cheap, cheap, Javier had the most dominant individual performances Along the way, Fromber had the most consistent year with all those quality starts. But where I'm going with this is if if Crane had known that that's what all those four guys were going to turn into, plus eventually you'd get McCullers back and Hunter Brown would be in the mix and all that stuff, I, I wonder if he would have paid Verlander $25 million for this year, even with him winning the Cy Young. You know, like I think they, there's a chance they would have won the World Series even without Justin Verlander this year. It's crazy. Well, if they had gotten to the World Series, they would have won it without him. He won, but he struggled. Yeah, I believe within two years, Hunter Brown would be their best pitcher. I watched every pitch he threw. I watched every pitch every pitcher threw, mm-hmm. and I just can't tell you how I am on Hunter Brown. Yeah, and uh, with with Fromber and Javier and Hunter Brown and then Garcia and Urquidy and McCullers, they they could be so good now. Uh, when Crane talked in that news conference about a couple of bats for more pop, okay, does that mean if Uli's doesn't come back, he was not asked about Uli, then they got to have a first baseman. Mm-hmm. Uh, they they need Vasquez is, is a free agent. You expect he'd be gone because he's going to go somewhere where he can be a full-time catcher again, like he was in Boston. Martin Maldonado turns 37. So they got to have another catcher unless they think Corey Lee can step up. He certainly didn't when he had the chance this season. But uh, a thing they got to decide, I think Chaz McCormick gave them everything they could give them. And uh, this thing with Josh Myers, I just don't see it. Uh, that they talk about there, they still think he has potential. Now, with the way Pena stepped up, maybe, but I want him to get a center fielder. And I've been saying this from the deadline. There were reports they tried to get Brian Reynolds from the Pirates, and they wanted one of the starters like your Kitty and Moore. If they get Verlander back, I would certainly trade one of those pitchers if I could get a good center fielder who can hit, who's under a multi-year contract. Yeah, they, they're gonna, John. They're they're gonna have to move one of these pitchers. I mean, they, if 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 Verl, especially if Verlander comes back, you know what I mean? Like they're 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 gonna have no choice but to move uh, one of the one or more of these pitchers. They're gonna have if Verlander comes back, John and Lance McCullers is healthy. You know, which is always a coin flip, but Lance was healthy at the end of the year. They've got seven guys, right? I mean, if I'm counting up, they've got seven guys 
They've got seven guys, John, that I think would individually, any of them would be clearly in the top three in most starting rotations, probably in the top two in a lot of starting rotations. And they've got multiple guys on this staff that would be the ace for a lot of teams, John. The Fr- Verlander's the ace because he's a Cy Young winner. Fromber would be the ace on about 25 other teams in the league. And I think Lance McCullers, when, he th- when he's healthy, would be the ace on probably a half the teams in the league. I think same with Javier. Uh, might be on a, might be an ace on more teams than Lance. I think he's a better pitcher than Lance right now. And Garcia and Urquidy certainly would be among the And Hunter Brown would be, you know, sort of that young, intriguing second or third starter on a good team. It's crazy. I've never seen a team with so much pitching, John. It's it's absolutely incredible. And as Crane pointed out in that news conference, they were very fortunate on injuries this season. Yeah. And um, I think they could get the most for Garcia's second most for Akiti. I would not trade Hunter Brown. I wouldn't even no. consider it. Can you imagine what they could get if they call somebody and said, uh, hey, uh, Christian Javier might be available. What would you give us? Can you imagine what teams – might fork over for him now. I wouldn't. They're not going to do that either. But uh, another good thing about these pitchers, they're under control, except yeah. Verlander. Yep. So they've got him for multi years, and so that's even more attractive. But you can't go into next season, I don't think, with seven starters because p- pitchers got to pitch. Starting pitchers have to pitch, and the way they're set up, they don't really have long relief. You know, now Montero. He mentioned Montero trying to get him back. But, uh, and Crane's going to have money to operate. He's going to have plenty of money, uh, depending on what he gives to Verlander, if they bring him back, uh, to be under the luxury tax. So uh, I don't know what the free agent situation is for center fielders, first baseman, and catchers. And, you know, out they're going to play Alvarez in left field. So who's going to be the DH? Yeah. No, it's 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 going to be a really interesting offseason. I don't feel other than Verlander's there's, there's nothing that there's nothing that's sitting out there that you know that that flips significantly and hell even if Verlander leaves it doesn't really flip significantly the future of this baseball team in the near term or the long term. There John Verlander could leave and they'll still be the favorites to win the American League that next year. I, I firmly unless Verlander goes to the Yankees and he's directly going to the next closest competitor in the American League well, then, then maybe it flips, you know, because you, then you got Cole and Verlander at the top of that rotation. But, man, what a position to be in. It's really remarkable what they've built. Yeah, maybe he'll go to the Dodgers, and then when they play him in the World Series, the, uh, they wouldn't be intimidated at all. That's right. Verlander in the World Series. It's amazing to me. Dodgers have already been established as the favorite. And as I saw somebody write, this is the Dodgers' time of year. When that was me, favored. John. Was that, that was, you? Well, that, that was, was me. Gen- that was a genius line, and uh, because that's right, this is the Dodgers' time of year to win worlds, uh, one World Series, in a COVID uh, abbreviated season. Based on how good they are, they remind me of the great Braves team with three yeah. Hall of Fame pitchers winning one World Series. Big disappointment. Yep, big time.